0: First of all, wow, Um, what a win. What a testament to the fight of our football team. I just told Cole Kublik out there on the field, no one ever, 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 ever can question the fight of this football team and the culture of this football program, ever. It doesn't mean we're going to win every game, but the group of young men that we have on this football team and what they're about was on display tonight um, against a really good physical uh, Kentucky team uh, that's really good on defense as they showed and they have weapons on offense. We recruited a lot of those guys on offense um, and it was ugly and our guys just keep, kept playing over and over again. So proud of our defense for all the crap they've taken this season. They played their rear ends off um, tonight and kept making stops uh, more than we needed them to. Uh, offensively, obviously we've got to be a lot better than what we were tonight, could not run the ball, uh, could not block number zero. It was a struggle, but nobody panicked. We knew it was going to be a four-quarter war and uh, we'd have to find a way to win it in the fourth quarter. And 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 uh, we did. At the end of the night, our two best players on offense <laughs> made plays, throw and catch. What a job by those two guys. Um, you know, the takeaways we got on defense were huge. Um, you know, just an awesome night, wanna thank our fans. That place was rocking tonight, rocking. And um, they were, um, they were a, a huge part of that. Um, thought there was some, a lot of really good individual efforts offense and defense tonight that we'll see. But, you know, Nicky Manwari stood out. Jalen Kilgore played his rear end off. Um, You know, our guys getting pressure on the quarterback was huge there at the end. You know, we were rushing three on that last drive and we were able to get there and and affect the game. Um, you know, some bad football offensively. That second drive, we're about to make it 14-nothing and we get a bad penalty that backs us up. We're in the third quarter, we're in field goal range and we take a sack where we have to punt into the game. We're on the one yard line, we have to punt, get the ball back again, have to punt. But we just kept putting our defense out there and they kept, kept making stops. So, uh, proud of our guys. What an awesome night for Gamecock football. Uh, thank Darud. For being here as well, just saw him on the field after the game. Told him if I'm ever in Finland, I'm looking him up for sure. So he was he was awesome. Told our players they needed to have elite focus tonight when they weren't in the game. And every time I looked up there watching the video board, at his DJing going on during the game. So got to do a better job <laughs> coaching our guys from that standpoint. But well, it was an awesome night, and um, gonna we um, had a heck of a celebration in that locker room as you can imagine, and. Um, and uh, really, really proud of these players and the way they battled tonight because we got a bunch of fighters on this football team. So, any questions? Shane, uh, I think there was that stretch after you guys scored 10 where you ran 22 plays for 30 yards. What changed before the next drive when Rattler and, and Leggett just started kind of taking over? Cool. Yeah, that was a long third quarter, David. Long quarter and a half. Um, you know, we knew that. Zero was going to be a load tonight and he was, and we just um, couldn't get much going. And uh, I don't know exactly what changed. Our guys made plays, you know, we really didn't, we, I don't know if we necessarily said we, we, that we changed anything that drive. We just started, you know, we were able to protect a little bit, throw the ball downfield and, and guys made plays for us, but you know, we tried to run it inside. We tried to run it outside. We tried to run gap schemes. We tried to run outside zone. We tried to throw the ball on the perimeter. We tried to move the pocket and it was uh it was a challenge, but uh, we got to get it cleaned up and we got to be a lot better because this group coming in here next weekend is pretty salty on defense too. The the three three five defense y'all did again this week did extremely well. Three turnovers, holding 14 points. What's the message been to those guys through the rough first half of the season, the final, these last two weeks, they've played a tremendous role in helping with the success of the team. Just stay the course. I mean, we we did not play good defense in the month of, you know, October. We gave up, or September too, in a lot of ways, gave up too many explosive plays and, and a lot of missed tackles and just didn't do a great job. And uh, the message was to the defense, really to the whole team, just continue to get better and continue to do your job better and take ownership better um and that we need that we that we got good players let's figure out how to get our best players on the field and let them go make plays and and a lot's getting, getting made of this three, three, five or whatever. We played a crap ton of four down tonight too. So same things that we were doing in the first game. We did a lot of tonight playing four down, four defensive linemen and quarters coverage, which is kind of what we've always done here as well. So it's not just, we made some magical change to three down defense. Now we're, yes, we're mixing that in. And we held a really good running back to 61 yards, rushing and forced turnovers tonight. So certainly, Um, I think it's just guys having confidence in what they're doing and guys continuing to to play well and get better, which is what we're doing as a football team right now. Um, With both of the quarterbacks running, I mean, just Spencer on the scramble was pretty effective tonight. So what was that like from your perspective? And also you know, some of those design pieces for Lenores, how did incorporating those come about this week? Yeah, we knew we needed to be creative uh, defense or offensively with uh, only having two scholarship running backs tonight. And, um, you know, Mario is Mario's beat up um, and was going into this week. He's tough as heck. And I knew we couldn't rely on him every time. And we got confidence in DJ, but DJ's a true freshman that hasn't played a ton. It's tough to put him in that position tonight. So we knew we needed to be creative. I mean, I knew at the end of the, um, really knew going into the Jackson, or who we played last week, Vanderbilt game, that we were going to probably need that Lenora's package down the stretch after Juju got hurt. And, and, we put Lenoris in the game, at the end of the game last week, and that freaking touchdown, he was he was supposed to hand it off. And then it was actually an RPO where he, Spencer would throw the ball to the flat, but Lenoris looks to run. So we had him in the game to finish the game, just hand it off because we really didn't want to put that on tape. And next thing I know, he pulls it and runs for a 40-yard touchdown or whatever. So I remember saying last week at the Vanderbilt game, I'm like, you Kidding me, um, that that was on tape. So that he credit him. I mean, <clears throat> that's a good defense. He came in there, but we needed to be creative tonight. So we used you know Xavier Leggett some at running back. We had Josh Simon in the backfield some. Um, we used Lenoris at quarterback, and and really it's just trying to get our best players on the field and give give Kentucky something to uh, prepare for. You know, and Lenoris did a Lenoris did a good job, and and but you know not good enough. And thirty three rushes for. 50 yards is uh, it's tough sledding, and, and um, you know, they're a good defense, don't get me wrong, but we got to continue to find ways to be better there. Hey, Shane, hope you're doing well. Just want to ask you two quick questions. I'm doing great. Thank you for I, I, asking. You so. know, you know, I figured yeah. that, but you I'm know, like uh, really good. Yeah, <laughs> know, it's common courtesy. But anyway, I um, just, want, just wanted to ask you a little bit of an update on OD Fortune. Yeah, Odie was suspended tonight for a uh, violation of athletic department policy and uh, expect him to be back next week. Okay, And then second question, thank you, first off. And then sure. second question, I uh, just wanted to ask you, where does this game rank for you in terms of energy and how electric the crowd was tonight? Because it really seemed like they honestly did play a big factor in the way you all played. No, they were awesome from the um, from the pregame. Gamecock walk was amazing, the electricity and pregame warmups was uh, was awesome. It was right at the top. I mean, there was a time there in the first quarter where I remember thinking to myself, this is the loudest I've heard this stadium since I've been the head football coach here. And it was hard to hear on the headphones tonight. Like normally you're the home team and you can hear well and all that as well. It was harder to hear um, on our headphones tonight as coaches because of the crowd noise. I'm not telling them to be quiet, like be, keep being loud and we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. But louder than any venue I've been on the road, uh, since I've been the head coach, we never haven't had that issue hearing on the headphones, but we did tonight. So we're going to need our crowd to, um, um, we're going to need our crowd to, to do that as well. And if I can, uh, plenty of people will nitpick me uh, for this game. And rightfully so, if I can nitpick a little bit, cockpit, we love you. But if you're going to come, please stay for the whole game to the cockpit, like I love you guys. And that end zone was amazing, but we don't need empty seats and a four quarter dog fight like that in our student section. So we need every single one of you that are here next weekend for after Thanksgiving break that are here for the Clemson game. And uh, it's gonna be a probably a four quarter dog fight next week as well. So we have the greatest student section in the country cockpit. And I sent out a tweet yesterday or X or whatever it's called now challenging you and we need you to be great next week. We're gonna be better as a football team and then we need to be better um, uh, with 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 keeping this place rocking through four quarters. The uh, offense was, was struggling to move the ball in the third quarter, most of the fourth quarter. Then you get the ball, about 13 minutes left, and Spencer and the offense lead a drive that was not easy. I think there was a third and 15 in there, a first and 20, a second and 18, something like that. Can you take me through that drive from your perspective and, you know, what you were seeing? Honestly, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, some perimeter plays that we thought we had a chance to get the ball out on the perimeter that we didn't b- get blocked well. Um, uh, we, the thing that two things stand out there on that final drive. We had a dumb penalty that we didn't need that backed us up when we were down there getting ready to score. Uh, where we didn't have to make that block, it's it's a penalty to begin with, but we didn't even need to make the block because we're going to outflank the guy. And then before that was just a little dig route that we hit to Leggett. You know, we just we kept saying we just need one big play to like kickstart a drive and get us going, and that play was was huge. I think that's the third down you're referring to, if I'm not mistaken, the crossing route to Zay. and uh, that was huge, just to get us get us going a little bit. And uh, you know, there were a couple runs in there in the third, fourth quarter that I thought Mario almost popped. and But you know, at the end of the day, we hit a big play, Spencer to Zay, and then we got down the field and, and hit another um, big play. We almost called timeout right there because the play clock was running down and we were worried about being able to get it off and be aligned the right way. Thank God I didn't. So, you know, the the uh, the, the football gods were smiling on us tonight little bit of a follow on the the OD thing. Uh, you throw in uh, Collier and Floyd. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some ups, some downs. But how do you kind of come away feeling about what they were what they were able to do being thrown in that position? And how much do you guys have to adjust things when you guys got, got guys that young thrown into positions like that? Yeah, um, I thought they did well. Uh, Judge, you know, obviously when OD didn't play the first half against A M, Judge went in there and really played pretty good. And uh, Emory's a guy that. Just continues to get better, so we <clears throat> knew going into the game tonight that we were going to um, we were going to split their reps, Judge and Emery, both at that corner position. That Sell, you are going to have to hold go the whole game unless you get hurt, and Judge and Emery, you guys are going to split time right there as well. And I thought they did okay. Um, um, you know, they're going to be good players. They're just they're just young, but we played. You know, to answer your second question, not a lot. It wasn't like that. We changed things schematically when we found out O'Donnell wasn't going to be able to play. We, you know, I think we found out on Monday afternoon and had basically the bulk of the game plan for first and second downs done at that point. So it wasn't like we just blew it up. We we uh, kept the same plan and played a lot of man coverage, played a lot of, you know, some drop eight, some cover two, some cover three, but we played a lot of man coverage too and those guys were out there. So pr- give credit to them and Torian and Clayton for, for getting those guys ready to go. You mentioned Zay, obviously had your two touchdowns tonight. So important question. He did, got a game ball. He got a game ball? If that's ball? what you're about to ask me. He did. He did. He. Uh, and then I gave him one that he was kind of in the back, and, and uh, he came up towards the front, and I was like, I thought you'd be up here quicker for all the crap I've been taking about not giving you one. But yes, he got one for uh, just making plays, man. Um, what was it? Six catches and two big-time touchdowns. That's twice in three weeks. Your defense has kind of made a game-winning play there in the last minute or two. Is there something to be said for young defense? Maybe just kind of learning how to win in spots like this. And what, what that can do for you next year? Uh, screw next year, like next week, um, as well. So apologize for my uh, uh, for that. But uh, no, I mean, I think it's we're we're not worried about twenty twenty four right now. We're trying to we're figure out how we can get better right now in twenty twenty three, and um, uh, no, I don't I don't know if it's learning how to win. I think it's guys. We told our guys three weeks ago that whatever happens in the month of November, it's going to be because of the leadership on this football team or the lack of leadership. And what I saw tonight were there at the end of the game, older guys making plays. Spencer Rattler, Zay, um, Jordan Strawn, uh, Tonka Hemingway, Boogie was flying around. You know, I thought Debo did some good things tonight. Um, you know, those we'll see the tape. But saw our older guys that just stepped up and what well, we told the defense on that last drive, like what well, more could you want? We keep throwing you out here. We could have we could have ended this game a couple times offensively. We didn't. Uh, but what more could you want as a defense to get one more t- one more opportunity to go out there and and uh, and get a stop? And credit I told, and sorry, but credit you know Kentucky too. I mean that's a uh, so much respect for Coach Stoops and what his team is about, the physicality they play with. I mean, he's the all-time winningest coach at Kentucky for a reason. They've got a bunch of uh, first-class program and and you got to beat them. That's what I told you guys on Tuesday, I think. I mean, this is a team that doesn't beat themselves. You've got to go beat them. And I thought we did a great job as a team tonight here. Our team, uh, as ugly as it was at times, just finding a way to win and taking it at the end of the, uh, in the fourth quarter. Nick Amy Worry had a big interception tonight and was swarming around the field, making a lot of plays and coverage. How have you seen him grow from the coverage aspect? And how big has he been these last few weeks now that your defenses have held teams to yeah. six and four? He's minutes? been awesome. Like he is flying around and he's playing like the freshman All American that he was last season. And uh uh, really proud of him. That whole secondary, you know, everybody wanted to beat those guys up, and and we gave up some big plays. Don't get me wrong, and, and deserved it. But those guys are playing their butts off right now. Um, you know, Sell, and he just continues to make plays out there on the perimeter. And those are nine, and uh, Dane Key number six, nine Robinson and Browns. I think he wore two last year. I think he's seven this year. I mean, those are some really good receivers, really good receivers, and uh, and. um our corners were out there on an island i mean we knew we had to stop the run tonight so they were out there on an island a lot tonight and they made plays and kentucky's guys made some plays and and our guys made some plays but certainly nick and dq and jalen and and cell and and judge and Emery tonight were were uh, were awesome along with the pass rush just wanted to ask you on the touchdown pass that won the game the protection that Rattler got that allowed him to hang in there. Braswell picked up the blitz, I think, and then your offensive line gave him a nice little pocket. Considering the issues they've had in that at that moment to come through like that, what what did you take away? Oh, that when it counted, they hung in there, and and <clears throat> we told our team at halftime feel like the team that. Won this game was going to be the team that out competed the other team in the second half. I mean, at halftime it was whatever it was, close game, low scoring. You know, you knew it was going to be that kind of game. Both defenses playing well. Um, You know um, that that we needed to out compete them, and that was a play to me, Phil, where we, you know, our guys competed and we got beat at times, and they got a good defensive line and. Uh, but we we sat in there in protection and 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 gave Spencer a time you know to make excuse me to to make that throw and what a catch by Zay also and the other thing I would say too is Kai Kroger you know he's taking a lot of. Criticism this year as well. You know, I don't like him having to punt eight times. That's idea, not ideal, but eight punts, 44 yard average, along a 54 and three inside the 20. That's, uh, we knew tonight was going to be a field position game, and, uh, and it was. Uh, and, and Kai did a great job helping us there. And, and then Jalen, too, returning punts. Uh, Shane, you spoke of the criticism that the defense has faced this season. What has the process been like for them from facing that criticism for a few weeks to having a night like tonight? Uh, Just blocking out the outside noise and just going and and working and getting better. And uh, it starts in practice from a coaching standpoint, getting our best players on the field and then putting them in a scheme that allows them to be successful. Uh, In practice, guys you know, practicing with the right habits and then, for, to me, it's just you know doing their job and, and taking ownership. And uh, they they have you know they practice well, they compete. We had a bunch of good players on our defense, and they're playing playing hard right now and and playing playing well. Going back to the offense, kind of struggling in that second third quarter. How do you, with as thin as you are at running back and dealing with the wide receiver injuries and Trainock's coming back, how do you kind of? get this team to have an opportunity to produce and get those yards when you're struggling to be able to is there a way that you're able to like kind of talk to them and be like, hey, this is what I'm seeing, or is it just kind of a push through until you can get something going like Yeah, I think just continuing to to push through, and it was a lot. I mean this, you know, call sheet that we have on offense, I mean we're looking at everything in the second half. I mean, what what have we not called? What can we execute? And um and, you know, I'm sure we'll go back and look at the tape when we look at it tonight, tomorrow, and uh, see, you know, there's maybe a guy here, a guy there. This could have been really, really good. We maybe didn't execute, whatever it might be. And then you give them credit, too, because they're going to make some plays. And they're a good defense. Um, but, no, I think it's just continuing to stay the course and keep mixing it up. But it certainly is, is tougher when you're down to scholarship running backs, when – when um, you know you're struggling to run the ball, it's uh, it's tough. But you know our guys just kept kept hanging in there. We kept <clears throat> playing the field position game, punting, and then our defense kept uh, kept making stops, which was uh, which was huge. When you play a team like Kentucky, does it put a lot of pressure on you? The way that they limit. Probably the number of possessions you get in a game and all of what you try to do on offense. Yeah, they do, and we talked about it too. That Kentucky coming into this game was that they were averaging fifty-eight plays a game on offense, and they had sixty-one. So I'm kind of right on their average. But you know, they opened up the game, brought a, played a little bit more, played with some tempo, which was a little bit of a surprise. They played with some tempo, but then they settled down, and they're going to shift, they're going to motion, they're going to play. You know, shorten the game. And it certainly makes you makes it tough. It's not like when I was at Virginia Tech coaching with my dad, we played Georgia Tech every year with Paul Johnson and that offense where it was just run, 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 run. You look up and it's the fourth quarter and you've ran like 40 plays on offense. It was not to that degree. But in some ways, you realize the possessions are going to be limited. And we had 60 plays tonight. Part of that was our own doing, not being effective enough on offense, but but also the way they play football also. But that's the way – My first year here was, what, 16 to 10. Last year was 24-14, and that was with a block punt and a fumble deep in their territory. And then this year – Seventeen fourteen, what was it? Seventeen fourteen, yeah, seventeen fourteen. I'm looking right at it. Um, low scoring games. That's just what this rivalry is. But it certainly feels good to beat these guys two years in a row for the first time since 2013. Is that right? Saw your notes this week also. So proud of our football team um, to win the win this game for the second year in a row. And yes, we had Soldier Boy playing in the locker room after the game um, as well, and had a fun fun celebration.